0: Yo,
1: this is Joe.
0: And this is your boy Eli. Welcome back to another episode of the Off Wrestling Podcast. On this episode, we'll be giving a quick little breakdown of our thoughts and opinions. But first, the intro. guys welcome back to another episode of the off wrestling podcast uh first we're gonna be talking about aew then we'll be switching to wwe but first with aew i gotta talk about it that adam cole versus jungle boy match i heard adam cole i think he's on renee young's podcast not so long ago her interview show and he was pretty much talking about how he really really wanted to face jungle boy and how it was a dream match for him and i was they didn't disappoint, it was dope. But I was so happy that he was able to get a match that he really wanted to get. But it's weird because, like, I've, I've been watching a lot of the Renee Young podcast. it's called like Oral Sessions. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of her show, and like, every time an AEW person goes in there and talks about a storyline or somebody they want to face, that person, like, a couple weeks later, and I'm like, yeah, 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 I'm like, Should I keep watching these podcasts just so I can see who, who they're going to face next? You know what I mean? But it was a dope match. Um, it was a great back and forth, and they have. Like a similar build. So they almost like kind of like neck and neck with each other. But obviously, Adam Cole is like, oh, we don't one that beats Jungle Boy. But it was, it was still a pretty dumb match.
1: Yeah. I knew, it, I knew that Cole would probably have to go over just because he's new in the company. You yeah. know what I mean? And they want to keep that win record high, especially if he's going to face like, if he's going to face Daniel Bryan or maybe Christian. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So it just kinda made sense. But yeah. honestly, like, again, like it wasn't until recently that I really, really, really started looking at Luchasaurus and Uh, Jungle Boy, and not saying they weren't stars before, but it's just like when you surround them with Daniel Ryan and you put them on Adam Cole in the storyline, like, it just makes you watch their matches and go, dang, they're really, they're actually really, really Talented,
0: man. yeah it's like they are pretty dope you know i mean they were christian yeah. and so there's a reason why bro. they're training this song. <laughs> yeah oh, 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 oh i hate that the way. Oh, I, oh, i've oh. never got
1: i've but like it's, it's taken me a while to be like why are they so behind jungle boy and then when he went over christian in the battle royale i was like wait what what's yeah. happening why are they doing this but now that i see it like i see his in-ring work and stuff and everything like he's solid
0: right yeah and then um how'd you feel about uh brian danielson pretty much asking for a title shot i felt like it was cool for him to get the match and being like oh you're the big star they say you're the best wrestler in the world kenny i want to face you like that was cool to me but now it's like you got this guy with like no record in AEW. he didn't even get a win and now it was a draw right it was a draw draw. yeah so it's like you're getting a title shot over all these other people it's i don't know it's interesting i'm almost thinking like somebody might interfere and be like you took my back chance at the, the title. Yeah. Like back in yeah. the line kind of a thing. And then he works his way up. Cause it's, it almost doesn't feel fair to the other people there, but yeah. I get like, everybody probably wants to see Kenny Omega versus Brian Danielson too. But I don't know. I just, I, think I don't know if he deserves it quite yet, but he does have the caliber to have it. I just yeah. don't know if he deserves it over everybody else who has been working hard the past year or two. I agree. I can agree with what you're saying. And
1: I can understand they want to bring in, I'm just going to call him Daniel Bryan to the main event scene. Um, to like to kind of be that face and be in the the main story, but at the same time, it's like, eh, has been around for like two years. You know I mean? like, <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna jump in the line. I would like to see him go through the ranks and like with other people, not like run through the roster, but with just a few other matches before he challenges for the for the world title. You
0: know? Yeah, I wish he would have went like the CM Punk route, like being like, okay, I face Kenny Omega we'll meet up again soon later, but let me go against these other people on the roster kind yeah. of a thing. But then they can't both do the same thing. Cause then they'll look kind of similar, but right. I don't know. I just don't think it's Dan Bryan's time quite yet. Yeah. Right.
1: And did you, did so the, the Leo rush promo where he, you know, Leo Rush is all elite when he did the L was it L O B or L B O i think it was yeah OEO.
0: something like that yeah. did you
1: understand that and was it slightly confusing, in, <laughs> it was in, in confusing. <laughs> i was like he's educating me on financial literacy right now yeah. I'm like i'm trying to understand it and listening like um i don't I know started, did you get the whole promo like what do you think is his headed
0: like i played it twice because i don't quite <laughs> understand it's gonna it make did. it sound stupid but <laughs> yeah oh um, yeah i played it twice because i was like wait what is he talking about because it sounded cool he was like Pretty much like I go to companies and I borrow money, but because when money, I first pay myself, when, and... I pay myself and then pay my homeboy, something like that. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> when, I, when I first heard it, I was like, Oh, is he saying like he just goes to companies to make money and then he can support his team, or is he saying like he actually is going to be doing this at AEW, going to other companies, making money, and bringing it back to AEW? Like, no, I didn't know, I would not
1: he, know. I still,
0: I didn't know what he was I still don't know. I
1: watched it a couple times um he sounded pretty convincing though. <laughs> he did sound he did sound convincing
0: Leo I rush think, was I mean, back
1: <laughs> personally i think it would have been just fine if he was just like hey i'm leo rush like that's it you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> <It's> me. <laughs> kind of with the me. angle like what is the the man of the hour thing that he did before if he would have did that again it would have been perfectly fine like i don't yeah i don't necessarily think that he was a guy that needed to reinvent himself like in no. a way to be like all right, now I go to a company and a company. Now let me tell you what a merger is. Now, see, when a company's in debt, like I don't know, I just don't know where he's going with it. You know
0: Do you mean? know what stocks and bonds are? <laughs> you need to update your investment portfolio. Like, it what is he talking bit, about?
1: It was a bit detailed for like a promo for like a one minute promo. Yeah, but
0: you know. I was happy to see him. I was definitely surprised just because, like, he retired. he retired. Yeah, he retired. Dudes retired like seven times, so it's like i did i knew like this time it felt final but i knew i was like maybe he will come back but it felt like he was gonna be retiring for good like for a while but ever since he said he's gonna retire he's just been wrestling so i'm like is he doing it for attention at this point yeah. is he trying to promote his next mixtape like what's going on you know yeah like I mean? but-
1: like because last time i swear he retired and then he was like i'm focusing on music you know what mm-hmm. that? You know what i mean um because but- i saw like a lot of stuff we had on twitter he was focused on the music thing and Yeah, I know. I guess he's back to it, but I guess he's next week. He's gonna be like, "I did retire, but then I decided to take those funds and
0: invest. (laughs) I don't know all (laughs) the money you invested in my mixtape. I put it into (laughs) my wrestler career. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Um, so did you? MJF has been going crazy, bro. He's been ruthless. Last he's been ruthless. Yes, you saw his promo on Darby Allen's dead uncle. (laughs) He was talking about how pretty much like. You guys don't know the story about Darby and talking about how uh, his uncle was like an alcoholic and they were driving together or something and they got into it. I think it was a car crash or something like that. Yeah. And you could literally see Darby get like very uncomfortable. Like either he was acting very, very well in this segment or he was generally like pissed off. Yeah, I was, <laughs> but as he should. Yeah, yeah, I was like, yo, is this going too far? Because I feel like sometimes NJF goes a little too far. And I don't know if he talks to them beforehand or what, yeah. but like this, he be this going definitely crazy. was one of
1: those things where I was like, did he get permission to do this before he did? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean,
0: it's like who who gave you permission for this? Like, or does he just do it? Does he do research on his opponents and just does it? And like, hopefully they don't punch him in the face for real. Like, right. and
1: Darby you know just it? kind of closed his eyes and was like, I'm not gonna act on
0: that. You know? Yeah, he was like, uh, I'm not gonna respond to that. You're not gonna get under my skin. And I'm like, uh, you probably should have smacked him, but
1: you <laughs> should have smacked him with a skateboard. But yeah. although I will say, I do like this matchup, and I do like the fact that he moved on to the from the um Brian Pillman thing because like it would have gotten stale after a while. And oh, yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, it, it, it was it definitely, good,
1: it was, it was good, but it definitely was like two or three weeks removed from getting stale. So I appreciate them just moving on and be like, all right, next yeah. opponent. And he's a Fair very month. suitable opponent for for Darby and to see what they do with Sting and um. I yeah, mean, his bodyguard and everything, so.
0: Yeah, but I also loved, like, before he talked about Darby, when he was talking about, like, him, Darby, Sammy Guevara, and um Jungle Boy are pretty much, like, the four pillars of AEW, like, the future pillars, for the future yeah. of the, the pillars for right now, and I was like, that is kind of true, like, they've secretly, not secretly, but, like, they've kind of set that up to where, like, those are, like, their four main guys, like, those are going to be the guys that always are going to have the main title, title matches, the big feuds, and this is dope to look at because sometimes you can kind of forget. Like, you'll be like, oh, okay, like Brian Danielson's here, CM Punk is here, all these important people. Right. But obviously, like, they're probably trying to, they're going to try to spend time to build these four people up. And I just thought, dope. Yeah. It was really mm-hmm. dope. And then, yeah. um, I believe. What, Miro versus Sammy? Guevara? Yeah, for the
1: Goubra. TNT Goubra. championship. Did you, a lot of people online were saying they felt like it was too soon for,
0: for Miro to lose the championship? I personally don't feel that way. Uh, yeah. what, do you, what do you think about that? I think he's had enough time. Like, didn't he have like 300 or some days, or 400 or some days, or something like that? It's I been forget. a minute. I don't think it, I
1: don't know if it's been exactly that long, but it yeah. has been like quite a while that he's been champion. Mm-hmm. And You know, like wanting Miro. Like I wanted Miro to be dominant, of course, when he got here. But I didn't want yeah. him like running through the roster. <laughs> you know I mean? That's not. That's never to me. That's never a good thing because it's like okay, well then you're not gonna have new stars. So. Yeah. I personally think, I don't know if I would have picked Sammy to be the person, but I personally do do appreciate them putting the belt on, on somebody new. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. yeah. He can be the TNT champion. I mean, he can be the face of that. Yeah, and I feel like with Sammy being one of the pillars, like we were saying, like it kind of makes sense for them to kind of start early with him being a champion. And I think being a TNT champion just prepares you to be the AEW champion eventually. So Right. Hopefully... I like it
1: to the Intercontinental Championship, you know what I mean? Which yeah, is supposed it's... to be a step to being the, the WWE champion. It's supposed right. to be.
0: Very true. So I think it's a good look for Sammy, you know, to make him look great. And um, it'll be interesting to see, like, what happens with, like, the inner circle and if they'll come back around him to protect him and stuff when he's going through certain storylines or if they're just broken up. But I definitely think it's time for Miro to go on to bigger and better things to probably challenge more of, like, the Cody Rhodes and the Kenny Omegas. And right. More big caliber matches because he's been kind of, like, messing with the med car, but it's time for him to kind of step it up a little bit. So. Right, right. I personally also think it may be time
1: for Kenny to maybe drop the belt to a face because you it would be better if you had like a face as a champion so you can have Miro versus Daniel Bryan or MJF Mm -hmm. versus Daniel Bryan, you know what I mean, or or whoever Mm -hmm. who's gonna be champion. So I think a hill's hold it held it for quite some time. I forget how long that Kenny's held it for. But it pretty much feels like it's has been forever. For felt like two
0: years, isn't it? Like I don't know.
1: kids done grew up with Kenny Omega as champion, you know <laughs> I mean? Like, I feel like you can just kind of switch in, like, oh, okay, we just have a face champion now. But, by the way, just before we get off that, uh, did yeah. you see where Bobby, it was, like, Bobby Fish
0: was challenging him? Like, they were saying, like, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, that, Tammy? I, I forgot to write it down in the notes, because I was just, yeah. like, <laughs> I heard it, and I was, like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool, but, like, it never processed in my head, because I'm, like, he just yeah, got was, He was talking about, it was, it
1: was interesting, though, because it was, like, I Think Sammy was like, Fish, you want to walk through the forbidden door, but like, mm-hmm. to me, it's not necessarily forbidden because he got fired, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so like,
0: you ain't got no job, in. fam.
1: You ain't got a job, walk on in. You needed so, a job, <laughs> yeah. So, I guess, I mean, maybe he would sign with AEW, like, that would be his signing, you know? I don't yeah. know, or maybe he doesn't have to sign to do that because again, AEW doesn't sign everybody that wrestles for them, you know? There's something like Just now getting contracts, so it will be interesting to see that. I do fully expect Bobby Fish to lose that match, but just will be very interesting.
0: Yeah, Yeah. and you expect him to
1: lose? You got to take the L, but not not losing that, not losing that title after you beat a champ that's been champ for like three hundred days. Very Mm -hmm. true, and you got fired
0: from your last job. Yeah, but that's (laughs) not that's not a good look. But for me, it's interesting because it's like you know we have the undisputed era. History between him and Adam Cole. Like, yeah, what does this mean for Bobby? Is he gonna join the elite?
1: The elite has too
0: many members in it for me, me though. You know, they do. I'm in the elite,
1: there are way too many people. (laughs) It's getting like NWO level. I don't know if you watched like WCW like way 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 back then, but at oh, a certain I point, in there. there were referees in the NWO. <laughs> like it was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, like Nick Patrick and people walking out. It's like everybody was in the NWO, and like once it gets too big, it's just not entertaining. Every match ends in DQ. I don't want that. He can stay yeah. out
0: of the elite, just establish himself. Yeah. A, yeah, I just I wonder if they're gonna acknowledge like their history together. You got some, to. like like a backstage segment yeah. or. You know, maybe Adam Cole has his back secretly or something. You know what I mean, like just something right. like that. But we'll we'll see what kind of comes of that. And even if he gets, he might even get signed AEW. It might just be like a one off thing. So yeah, you never know what could happen. Um, moving on, I think this was on Rampage. It was Brian Danielson versus Nick Jackson. I really enjoyed this match. Like I know didn't I, every time Daniel Bryan gets in the ring, I call him Daniel Bryan. That's just what I'm gonna call. Him. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just Bryan, call him that. Brian Danielson is too long, but um. Like I was just really excited to see him wrestle again. Like it, was, it just felt very special. It was a big match, and I think he won this one, right? So he finally got like a yeah. one, like a win in his column. Um, it was dope, and just seeing like Nick Jackson go solo for a second because they they rarely him and Matt wrestle alone. So it was nice to see what he could do by himself. You know what I mean, but you did have the, the elite around the ring, so it kind of was like cheating a little bit. Yeah, but it was it was dope to see that those two mix it up. I never thought I would see that match. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it does make, like, it does, like I said, it does make way for a lot of first-time matches, and this Mm -hmm. is more so what I want to see than Daniel Bryan just versus Kenny Omega. I feel like there's so many other people, just like Nick Jackson other people, that I would rather see him face first, because it's like, wow. I don't want us to like get cheated out of those matches or have him as WWE champion where it's like, okay. I mean, not WWE, I said WWE champion. Uh Have him as AEW champion where it's like, okay, he's got to win every single match. Now like, no, I'd rather see him face off against some other folks first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This match was solid. And I think after the match, we had the, they seem to be doing the same thing after the match where you kind of have Christian and jungle boy and the elite all come out at the end. So I don't know if this is leading to like a, I Guess an eight man tag match or what, but it's like, yeah, they're the same folks are mixing up. Originally. Yeah,
0: the elite hunter guy, I forget his name. Is it Frankie? Kazarian? Kazarian. Yeah, Kazarian. bro, he's not a very good elite hunter at all. <laughs> like, okay, he is yeah. not good at not it. At a, all. I thought
1: about that when I saw that in the t- in his title the other day. I was like,
0: yeah, are you really a hunter? You really? Dude? Have really? you been successful? Like, nah, yeah. I guess you can hunt things and not actually get anything, so. <laughs> but um yeah they had that moment between those people and it kind of it's not still but i just feel like it's kind of like it's getting, course. it's getting to the team taz versus sting and darby <laughs> level for me
1: yeah we see tony shivani out every week interviewing him
0: it's sting, like, sting! <laughs>
1: it's run his course now i just yeah. want to see like the individual fights. Like okay yeah, yeah i'm good on
0: it stop this copy and paste stuff
1: yeah um, and then what they had the triple threat match with Jay
0: Cargo and Nala Rose and Thunder Rosa. Yes, um, sir. Was this booked as like a hardcore match? It looked like it. I didn't. I wasn't paying too much attention to whether or not it was a hardcore match. I, <laughs> I just thought looked it was and a I saw trash cans threat. and tables everywhere. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I
1: said, "Whoa!" I've not seen this in like a women's match in like either a long time or ever. Like in a minute.
0: Yeah. Well, I think the last one was uh actually Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker. The last time they did like a Hardcore type match. I think it was like a no Halls barred or something like that. I forget. Yeah. But um, this match was great. Like it was nice to see Jay Cargill in a different light. Her having like a different type of match. But I f- I kind of feel like she was barely in the match. Low key, like yeah. she was she was in there, but it felt like Thunder Rosa and, and, uh, and uh, Nyla Rose kinda were kind of kinda, it, yeah. yeah they were can the match a little bit, which is kind of be expected because they're a little they're a couple steps faster than Jade, you know what I mean, as far as Jade. wrestling goes. Jade is still green, kind of. You know? Yeah, she's a little she's green. still great, but, I, but just green. I like this exposure for her with, like, different types of wrestlers and not just, like, you know, <laughs> uh, what's, what's her name? Layla Hirsch or something Layla like Hirsch. Like that? I, knew yeah, you were, like, I knew you were thinking of Layla Hirsch. She's yeah. dope, but it's like, I feel like she always wrestles, like, the, the mid-level women wrestlers, and now it's like, she's kind of stepping it up to more of the high-caliber players in the yeah. women's division. So. You can't
1: say you're the best if you haven't beat the best. You know what I mean? So yeah, very true. And cool then Jay
0: Jay pulled off the win too, which I was like,
1: Still Thunder Rosa
0: really low key did all the work, and you just came in and hit the pan real quick, so. right? Because she had what power bomb Nyla to the table. Boy, <laughs> so I'm
1: like, yeah, she did all the work.
0: She work. outshined her.
1: Yeah, she definitely outshined her in the match, and I for completely forgot about Thunder Rosa until like I saw his match. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, she's awesome. <laughs> she's, in but, uh, <laughs> she's in there. She's in there. Um, so yeah, it, I guess they're keeping up the undefeated the undefeated streak with Jade. It would be interesting to see like, okay, at what point is she facing Britt Baker, or is she facing Britt Baker as champion, or somebody else? You know, I don't yeah. know.
0: I just hope this doesn't get into like a scary Goldberg area where uh, it's like you got this person that's getting all these wins, but the record they're in not Miami. they're not the best wrestler. Yeah, like I feel like it's okay to have her take a couple l's. You know what I mean? Like
1: I personally do too. Like there's nothing, <laughs> bro. There's nothing wrong with being seventeen and one or seventeen and two. That's still seventeen yeah. more wins probably than Layla Hirsch has. I don't know. Like, I w- it's 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 way better. So yeah. I feel like you don't have to be undefeated to be un- to face a champion. That's just how they're billing it right now.
0: Yeah, and even with like Washita like she's about to like possibly get her fiftieth win, right, in the women's division, but they're still celebrating her on getting that 50th winner. You know what I mean? Like, since being at AEW, she doesn't have to be undefeated to be celebrated, so they can still celebrate Jade in a way without having her be undefeated. Because it's like, if you got her undefeated, then she's eventually got to fight Britt Baker, and it's like, is she just going to beat Britt or Britt going to take her streak away? Like, what, what's right. the end goal, you know what I mean? So, yeah, that's that's an interesting booking decision do, that they're doing with her. So. It is. So And then switching over to the WWE side, we got the return... Of the hurt business. Why were they ever broken up in the first place? I don't know. It's, and it it's, felt crazy like they never left. Like, that's yeah, how they came back. Like
1: they just showed up with hurt business shirts and it's like, oh, they still had those. Like, <laughs> they never threw them out. It's interesting because when they broke up the hurt business before, they mm-hmm. just had Shelton and um, Cedric Alexander fighting each other. That was the extent of them. Yeah. Like they broke up the hurt business and then they would do one on one matches. And it's like, why did you even do that in the first place? But I guess, was since the purpose? They, yeah, like I guess since MVP is out right now and then um Biggie has a new day because they're they're both on the same brand. I guess they wanted to have him like have a like a suitable opponent or something. I don't know, you know,
0: yeah, like a tree. But um, I'm just happy that they're back together. They should have never broken up, <laughs> yeah. But I feel like they they made such a big deal of the breakup and now it's like they just kind of came back. I wish they would have told that story a little more as to like you mean like show some backstage clips where it's like bobby if you need our help we're here for you right they just showed up legit they like, just showed up and had showed the up, on, smile like cedric said.
1: has some grill in or something like that or yeah <laughs> mouth
0: guard. it's like oh this is new okay yeah. Okay, sir. But yeah, I wish they would have told that story just a little bit. Not too much, but just add like a maybe the week before, like they're having a conversation about joining back together and then oh no, we knew they'd come back when they you know what I mean. Like it would have been, a
1: backstage vignette of Bobby on a cell phone saying, Yo got me, right? Like something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Set it up. Set it yeah, up. Set man. something up.
0: Yeah. Man, and I feel like WWE they set up stuff well. Like sometimes they over set up stuff, so it's like, you know, just do something real subtle. It's not hard, but I'm just happy they're back together. Same. And then um <laughs> this is on SmackDown, I believe we had Seth Rollins pulling up to Edge's crib to see how you <laughs> <he> living. <laughs> so first, so first of all.
1: I love how SmackDown was like in Baltimore or Maryland or something like that. Yeah. And Edge lives in Asheville. He lives in Asheville, North Carolina. When well, he ran. Yeah. stuff at his house, he ran as if <laughs> he can run across the street and do something about it. Like, that dead. doesn't make any sense. I was like, wait a minute, they're not. In, what? What? What is he doing? You know what I mean?
0: He's like, I'm gonna run to the airport and try to catch the earliest flight. Like, uh, what was he? How is he gonna get there, fam? That's, gonna That's gonna be in, be in the middle of, of the country. Yeah, yeah. That, that had me cracking up. I was like, where are you going, Edge? And even like <laughs> after he was in the house, like he was just on the phone, like, go to your brother's house. I was like, Where'd you did you just run to go get on the phone? Like, what was that? <laughs> yeah, it was it was interesting. But yeah. man, it like did. that was his actual actual house though. Like, I know like when Triple H, no, it was Randy showed up to Triple H's house, I think. Or was trip, it was Triple H or Randy's house back in the day. Yeah. i'm pretty sure that wasn't randy's real house and it wasn't his real family either so i thought they would go that route but this is edge's actual house like they shot a documentary for edge in that actual house so that's it was interesting because it kind of added more to like the realism of like yeah. him pulling up on them Yeah, you know like I mean?
1: he had pictures of his girls uh drawings Damn. on there and stuff was like yeah. is that the girls artwork they don't have a future in art i see <laughs> <laughs> disrespectful. That's so disrespectful. He drank he loved, his OJ. He drank the, the OJ straight out of the bottle. Disrespectful. He sat in a man's chair. Like it can only get disrespectful from here,
0: man. Yeah. Turned on his TV. Or is it is it the fireplace? Yeah, turn on, on the fireplace. fireplace. Yeah. Bro, getting too comfortable, man. I was just waiting for him to like go into a room and like Beth Phoenix and the kids be hiding.
1: I was thinking that also, but I was like, yeah, I don't know if they're gonna go that day. <laughs>
0: because then be he far. had
1: to do something. It's like, you're not gonna do it. Oh,
0: Baffy, <laughs> oh, Wendy, <laughs> <You're not> gonna, <laughs>
1: no, she's not gonna like threaten his family or anything like that. Yeah, you know, um, plus Always they have like the... Yeah, that's the, yeah, the uh it did remind me of the AJ Styles and the Joe, the oh Wendy thing. Like <laughs> uh that was one of the best bits I've done in the whole time. Yeah. So it would be I mean, it is interesting to see like where they're gonna go from here. Did they get drafted to the same brand?
0: Yeah, they got they both got drafted to Raw.
1: They both got drafted to Raw. Okay. Which is interesting
0: because every time Seth gets drafted, his storyline comes with him.
1: Yeah, he does. I find that very interesting. Because he brought over um, Dominic and Rey Mysterio. <laughs> and no <laughs> mm-hmm. buddy Murphy feud. Like, brought that right on over. And they acted like it never skipped a beat.
0: <laughs> we back, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, um, it'll be interesting to see where they take that. And I'm sure Edge is going to beat the crap out of them. So, it'll be mm-hmm. fun. It'll be a fun uh, next match. The third match together. Um, so, we got Carmella. Um, every week, Liv Morgan has pretty much been like, "I'm gonna Any break, the face. I'm gonna break, break your face," because you know she's the most prettiest woman in the world. Debatable, you know what I mean? <laughs> most prettiest woman to be debatable, debatable. But um, it was interesting because like she wore a, a face mask, but I it looked like it was made of like a harder material than I'm used to seeing wrestlers wear. It almost seemed like a like a crystallized mask. I guess <laughs> yeah. like, it looked hard, like it was like a clay mask or something. Every and I, I think she headbutted her with it.
1: Yeah. Every time I see something like this, I don't always think like this is another play on like the dashing Cody Rhodes thing. Yeah. (laughs) Because like I, I personally think that Cody Rhodes did this thing like the absolute best, and like this is basically because like she, Sheamus is already currently doing this. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Except Sheamus has the broken. I guess he said he had like a broken nose or something like that. So I see it as a, a dashing Cody Rhodes thing. But I will say. Honestly, it makes way more sense for Carmella than it does Sheamus because Sheamus has never, you know, said he's like the most handsome man <laughs> in the WWE. Right. So I don't quite get why Sheamus is doing it. So maybe it's like Carmella kind of taking that gimmick, which makes a lot more sense for her since she's been selling this prettiest woman in the WWE thing or all the world, or whatever she's saying. She's been selling that for right. like months now, so it it makes the gimmick makes perfect sense on her.
0: Very true, but yeah, I like it more on Carmella. I think with Sheamus, it should probably. They should probably end that soon with him just because it. Going I it feel now. like they kind of blurs the lines where like you're like they have the same gimmick almost. And I feel like that would con- not confuse fans, but I just feel like that's a lot with the mask yeah. <laughs> and the face guarding. So I think it would be time for Sheamus to go do his own thing and not wear that just so Carmella can have that by herself and have that exclusive kind of look. And it does make sense. It's like I'm trying to protect my face pretty much so. Especially on the
1: if they're on the same show, like yeah, it, it, it would be very somebody's gonna drop the gimmick, you know.
0: Yeah, or they'll put them together in a tag team
1: Base Oh no,
0: the mask heroes, <laughs> please no, please Against no more heroes. Uh, Nikki Ash no and Raymond. No, no, no. Please no more heroes. Battle of no. the Mask. All right, I'm done. I'm done. Oh, please stop. Uh <laughs> how did you feel about Becky versus Bianca? So
1: so you mean like so on SmackDown? Okay, you're talking about on SmackDown. I mean, yeah. so are you? So, I was, I was actually going to talk about the uh, what was it, Crown Jewel?
0: Oh, I think so. Yeah,
1: I think which they match making, are you? Are they making it Becky versus Bianca versus Charlotte, or did I miss that?
0: I think it's Becky versus Sasha versus Charlotte versus. Bianca, yeah, it's like a fight of four way, I believe. Already confused, yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, they've probably <laughs> I confused. Say, a little bit. confused. Yeah.
1: Is it idle on the line or is it not? Because I guess technically you couldn't have it
0: with four people, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, yeah, um, but it's interesting because like we had Becky versus Bianca on SmackDown, and then Sasha pretty much like returned and came back and attacked everybody, right. but it was interesting because now we had it again but then charlotte just pops up out of nowhere so i just feel like they're they're like muddying this and like there's too much too many people involved and yeah especially with the draft it just feels confusing because now it's like i think it's going to be like battle for all the titles like whoever wins takes out both titles which i do not i do i don't want that and i feel like that just makes things confusing because like are you going to have the same woman on both brands is that what they're going to be doing now like there's going to be one title and two women's divisions, and that person goes to both brands. I don't know. It just kind of sounds a little like I, they've done it before. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean they've done the Becky two belts thing before, and mm-hmm. I did not like
1: it that time. I don't like it this time either. <laughs> I don't feel like one woman should hold all the titles when you have Bianca and Naomi and Charlotte and Becky and all those women in the division, and then Oscar, I think, who's injured right now, and then Carmella. Like, I, I personally think. You have way too many women just to have one woman hold the title, Damn. um, and then a tag team title that's kind of forgotten about. Like it just doesn't it doesn't quite work. You know? Yeah, it wouldn't make
0: sense. So it doesn't
1: make any sense. So yeah, they're they are kind of polluting the angle just by mixing them all together. And I hope that they keep it separate and say, okay, nope, was gonna be on this brand, Becky's gonna be on this brand. No titles change hands. Ends in the twelve, Like whatever you gotta do, you know. That uh, makes more. Please sense. keep
0: them separate. <laughs> yeah, definitely keep them separate, but. I don't know. It's interesting that they do that with the women, like where they have both titles be on the line, because they haven't really done that with the the men yet. It only happened when they had like the uh, they stopped the brand split and brought them all together, and right. they had like the unified title. That's the only time they've ever, ever done that. But I feel like they just always do this with the women, where it's like both titles are to be on the line, and they just I don't know. I just wish they would stay away from doing that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know I
0: mean? I, yeah. Again, I think you have too. You have too many
1: talent to do that. You know.
0: Definitely. Yeah. So, um, it looks like Paul Heyman is still working with Brock Lesnar in some capacity. He was <laughs> able to find a way for Brock Lesnar to become a free agent. And I feel like Paul keeps trying to, like, secretly be like, yo, Roman, I'm with you. You're my tribal chief. You know, Usos, I'm the warden of the Uso penitentiary. I got you guys' back. But then, like, you know, Brock comes out of nowhere and's like, thanks, Paul, you helped me get this. They're like, thanks, Paul, you helped me get that. <laughs> and Roman's like, fam, what you, what you doing? Like... <laughs> You still helping this man? So it's it's interesting. And I'm almost like not scared for Paul, but like it's interesting because is Paul gonna be helping Brock at Crown Jewel or because I don't I'd like Paul being with Roman and the Usos. So I'm like, is he gonna help Roman like beat you know Brock or is he gonna help Brock out? Like I don't really know where his you know loyalty lies right now.
1: I think pretty much the crown jewel he probably has to make a decision. Like there is no way to <laughs> fear for both of them like it's it's just going to happen yeah. um honestly i see him go in the brock route you know i don't know really like, yeah i i see that mm. um not that the roman and the usos don't need him anymore but i just i don't know i feel like brock has to be placed somewhere and brock does not do the microphone like by himself
0: you know what <laughs> <I mean>? So <laughs> he's he hasn't been that bad by himself since he came back with the man button though
1: he's I saying like...
0: like one or two lines though I think the man bun gave him like plus two talking power because like he, <laughs> he's like he's kind of okay by himself, and I but his like,
1: lines are limited to like yeah Paul. So you didn't tell him I was gonna be a Survivor Series like that's his line, you know. So why I didn't you
0: know. tell him? And that's it. Why didn't you
1: tell him? And that's it. That's all he says. And then but do we need Brock anyway. to talk
0: though? We don't. We don't. See, you're well, right? He I mean, could it's, just it's... he can just show up and beat people up and leave. Like yeah, you're right. So I don't know, and we've seen the Paul and Brock thing, so it's like. Let's continue what we got going on with him and It is the Roman. best thing
1: on SmackDown. The Roman thing, I, I feel like it almost looked like uh, Paul legitimately was like, teary-eyed or crying when, <laughs> when Roman yelled at him on SmackDown. Sorry,
0: Big Daddy. That's kind of what it's like. <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't know. Like It would be interesting if they go the route where it's like Paul him, and pretty much goes the route of helping Brock at Crown Jewel. But then Roman accepts him back because it's like your family, or kind of like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I understand. I question, but way. then he, he does something where Paul has to earn back their trust. And then they do that for like a month yeah. or something. I could see them doing something like that. But I could see that. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. What I can happens. see
1: that. What did you think of uh, Austin Theory's debut when you,
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> asked for a selfie with Jeff Hardy? With Jeff Hardy? So when he came out, it was kind of awkward because I it was, was like, it, I thought he was nervous he was promoing and it felt it felt very genuine Though that's the crazy part like he really when i first saw him come out i was like he's gonna attack jeff it's happening i see this a mile away of course but yeah. then the promo was so genuine that he was actually like yo like i really look up to you jeff and i was like okay maybe it could be something but then he was like can i get a selfie i was like yeah yeah he's gonna, yeah, he's gonna <laughs> no like why would you okay so
1: that that part was a little bit weird for me like why would yeah. you ask for a selfie like it's nationally televised it's like it's like having it's like having 100 photographers at a wedding and you ask for like a selfie it's like
0: they're taking pictures already that doesn't make any sense yeah so you could take a picture backstage with professional photographers like what are you doing <laughs> yeah
1: so that yeah. i mean that part that little bit of it felt a little bit corny i was like did vince ask him to ask that man to take a selfie with him i don't know um, yeah <laughs> interesting way to debut though because i think isn't jeff i think jeff already went to to SmackDown.
0: Yeah, he's going to SmackDown and then Therese coming to Raw.
1: Yeah, so it's like they really didn't even have to cross paths. It's just kind of a way to introduce him. I feel like they're doing all debuts through Jeff Hardy now. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, all NXT debuts, Karrion Cross. All right, you got to go through Jeff Hardy.
0: And Jeff's like, man, <laughs> again, again,
1: again, man, again. Jeff does not sound like that. <laughs> I'm, from, I'm from North Carolina too. Now, don't be distressful. So, um, oh, I'm sorry, all right, <laughs> my bad, <laughs> yeah. my bad, probably boy. from like an hour away, but anyway, um, yeah, it is interesting to see how, um, it's interesting to see how Jeff is kind of like the door there. And I hope when he goes over to SmackDown, he actually gets like a legitimate push because during this whole Damien Priest thing fans were actually cheering for him and doing Damian Priest, like, a little bit, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. I feel like people actually want Jeff to be champion, like, some kind of champion.
0: Yeah, I want it now. Like, I didn't think I wanted it before. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I really want him to be champion again. Like, I want him to go against, like, the Romans and the Seths. Like, I want to see him do more, because it's Jeff Hardy. Like, it just makes sense. Right, this right. man's put in so much work and put his body on the line. Like, take him more seriously. Him and Ray, you know what I mean? But, um... I wonder if Austin Theory is going to be like the selfie guy. Like he's going to go up to all these I, legends. Man, and I really, I
1: really, <laughs> really hope you don't because, like, especially if yeah. you want to be taken seriously, you know what I mean? Like,
0: mm-hmm. that
1: just doesn't seem like the route to go, like, going around or, for selfies. Like, not the selfie, not but, the but like,
0: I wonder if he's just going to keep like trying to show his love for veterans, but also like sneak this in them at the same time. Like, being like a, a really, like, annoying. New, like a young person like an annoying okay. young guy that's like disrespecting the veterans yeah you know i mean i can see that i don't know not like the randy not a legend killer like a dog
1: <laughs> i'm trying to i'm trying to i'm just trying to figure out like where you're trying to place him on the card with that but i can see what you're saying like just like yeah. an annoying newcomer that also yeah. you know, if he, he's got to get wins if he does that though it's
0: very true but i just i see him being like you know i respect you so much but like you haven't been relevant in years like that kind of person you know what i mean like that's that. what i that's yeah. what I see happening, but I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens with them. You know what I mean, Jeff Hardy going to SmackDown. Jeff, Har- my name is Jeff Hardy.
1: <laughs> don't he does not sound. Like that. <laughs> That's you, not a North he, Carolina he accent. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> I just had to. I
0: had to message you, my man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Dolph, the Dolph Ziggler promo on Biggie and Drew McIntyre. I actually thought this was like this made perfect sense, like. When, normally, when a guy is going up there and they're doing promos and like they're like, hey, take a look at this camera or take a look at this, you know, screen and I'll show you what I'm talking about, I'm like, and eh, this is like corny or whatever. But yeah, the Drew McIntyre thing and the and the you know, him like Big E being his bodyguard, like it actually, I was like, whoa, like he's yeah. actually got a really good point, yeah, <laughs> especially with Drew point. coming back. <laughs> like, I completely forgot he kind of like resubmerged or resurfaced uh Drew's career, like, whoa, I was like, yeah they did have that whole thing they were just yeah. running through people
0: yeah and i listened to the the new day podcast and it's like i already know about because biggie's ta- like giving praise to Dolph all the time with being like the person he was with at the beginning when he came to the main roster yeah but like i forgot about the drew thing too and i was like oh like here's a great point and the video packages were amazing i was like <laughs> like can everybody do this like, like get like, that man a raise whoever did that this week because it was solid <laughs> but i
1: did the promo think, fire I did think it was funny like they when he showed the clips of Big E and Dolph like they left out all the clips for AJ like they only <laughs> included it was only Dolph and Big E like <laughs> I saw in one portion of a clip you can see somebody clapping like standing outside it was AJ Lee but they kind of edited that out too. It was like we like, using uh, her <laughs> yeah they definitely like edited all those clips so it just looks like it was just them.
0: But it, it was a great segment like it made a lot of sense and then I was almost like you know, is Dolph, like, underappreciated? Like, is he just not... Because, like, why do they have this man here, and all these people have passed him up pretty much, and, like, yeah. he's done some monumental things on the main roster, and it's like, dang, like, Dolph is, like, should really be loved on more and appreciated backstage, you know what I mean, and be a bigger deal, but I feel like they just kind of want him to be that guy that puts other people over. So, Yeah,
1: I was going to say, don't fall for it. They're going to have him lose next week. Don't fall
0: for
1: <laughs> it. Every, <laughs> you know, to- every time I fall hell? for the Every time I fall for the Dolph Ziggler hype train, I get excited for a pay per view. Like he's challenged him for a world title or something. Like, yeah. no, he takes the L every single time. Yeah. That They're train has no passed.
0: The trend is passed. They're no longer fooling me. It's done. I just I remember the night he cashed in and got the world heavyweight championship. Like just, it was, it was so beautiful and special. I wasn't expecting it, and it was just great. But and it will never, we'll never happen again. We'll <laughs> never get that doll. <laughs> but again. it was amazing. I loved it. I loved it. We'll never get that doll again. You know what I mean? So, um, this is something that stuck out to me because this man just got signed to the company like a month ago. Mm-hmm. Literally, I don't think he has any. He has wrestling experience, obviously. But not, like, professional wrestling experience, like getting in the ring. So, Gable Stevenson gets drafted straight to Raw. I with thought he was going to go through NXT f- with the wolves. Right, the wolves. I thought he was going to get drafted to NXT first, but I feel like they might be going the Kurt Angle route with him. Like, maybe they think he's going to learn it, like, in a month and be great. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah. I just don't know how I feel about this person that's, like, passing up all these nxt people and like he has no in-ring experience i don't think and like can he talk on the mic like it's just interesting and they even had like the draft thing excited but i don't know how i feel about him going straight to raw you know what i mean
1: i felt i felt the same way when i saw his name pop up i was like did he just skip developmental and nxt and all that <laughs> He's like, and sure. <laughs> so he went past like you know johnny gargano and just anybody like has been working in nxt for years i'm like this is interesting yeah um, I don't know if I want, I don't, I don't think I want him that soon. <laughs> you know, I don't care if he's been secretly training for like a year. That's still not enough, you know, just to like, it's not, yeah. Like there are people from NXT that come out and, you know, go wrong. I'm like, dang, you know, I don't know if they were ready. So this is definitely, definitely way too soon. Um, yeah. And I, I know, like, them, the- I could see them doing something where he's like in the shadows with somebody and like still not wrestling for a few months. But if, if they haven't come out and just, just start wrestling, I'm just gonna like, wait, what? What's
0: That's happening? <laughs>
1: What's happening? What, yeah. what are we doing now?
0: He should serve in like an almost kind of role where like he's just kind of there being the muscle for somebody, maybe Alpha Academy. Or I don't know. I, don't I know. keep just because you know, I always
1: <laughs> every time I see, every time I even hear like Gable, I'm like, Alpha Academy.
0: Alpha Academy, but maybe he'll be the muscle for somebody. But it is interesting, and yeah, I don't know if that was just like a shock thing, like they were trying to do that for like reaction or what. But he's going in there with the wolves. You know what I mean? Like it's a lot of people coming to Raw, Seth, all these other people. Like, is he going to be able to compete? Is he going to shine in the delight? Like, will this backfire on WWE? I guess we'll find out on another episode of Dragon Ball Z. Do <laughs> I don't know. I don't real know. Real
1: soon. know oh, we're gonna find out real soon. <laughs> real um, soon. And I guess we're gonna lastly we're just gonna talk about our overall thoughts on the on the uh, on the draft.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I was looking at all the a lot of I feel like SmackDown kind of got cheated on some of these um, tra- on some of these trades. I was just gonna go through it's, it. Says like so Roman and the USO USO stay on SmackDown. Biggie goes to Raw. Charlotte to SmackDown. Becky to Raw. Bianca to Raw. Lashley to Raw, but she's already on Raw. But mm-hmm. the the main thing is Seth went to Raw. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, Shayna went to SmackDown. Sheamus went to SmackDown. Kevin Owens to Raw. That, that's kind of like a big one to lose. The Street yeah. Profits also to Raw. Finn Balor also to Raw. Um, man, that's they're like losing. I mean, they kind of lose. They kind lost more than the game. You know what I mean? Becky's yeah, Becky, now, Becky, and yeah. Bianca. So they lost Becky. They lost Bianca. They lost Kevin Owens. <laughs> They lost. They lost a good part of the roster. Yeah, but I mean, but the one, the one good thing I will say to, about SmackDown, although they got they got like newcomers, and they, I feel like they also got people that are could use a push. Mm-hmm. So like the names that I saw going to SmackDown was Shay Shayna Baszler to SmackDown, okay, and then it was like Sheamus to SmackDown, okay. This this may be like his main event thing. I saw, um, was it the Viking Raiders to SmackDown? Okay, seems like could use a push ricochet to smackdown could mm-hmm. use a push garza and humberto to smackdown okay um <laughs> and then they had of course some nxt people to smackdown um but that was the main thing it seems like smackdown is kind of staying like the land of opportunity yeah uh, not saying like the underdogs but just the people that you know typically you possibly wouldn't see win too much on raw like i didn't i don't know how much further the viking raiders can go on raw
0: yeah. no it's time it's time, like,
1: the it's, it's, it's time. Yeah,
0: yeah they they need uh anything they can get to restart the viking raiders you know yeah i mean even change the name i don't know <laughs> change it back yeah. to what it was before and ricky was... say he
1: definitely reaches his, his peak on on raw so it's like yeah it's it's time to go to SmackDown.
0: yeah it's it definitely that time but yeah um i think overall like i like the picks and it kind of switches things up a little bit I do wish. Did Bobby get drafted to SmackDown? I don't think he did. Yeah, Bobby. No, Bobby went to Raw. Actually, I think I wanted. That's the I wanted interest. him to I go. Him that's to go to the Smackdown. one that I
1: wanted to go to SmackDown <laughs> for him to in yeah. and like start that thing. But they're like not done with the Big E feud. So yeah, so
0: they're gonna be doing that probably for a little bit of time. But and then the New Day going to SmackDown really surprised me because they're like it just seemed like they were starting to get the New Day back together just so yeah. they can support be a support for Big E. But now it's like it's back to Big E being by himself again, especially with the Hurt Business coming back. So it's like, eh, I don't know how I feel about them leaving him. I'd love for them to get the Raw tag team titles and they all be a unit together again. But I don't know. We'll see what happens. New Day versus Usos. Yeah. So (laughs) I don't know if you saw this, but Xavier Woods, um, we can come back to the draft picks. But Xavier Woods pretty much did like a promo thing on his IG page talking about how he wants to be the king of the ring and he's been talking about it for like years yes. he has been i've been
1: <laughs> So i haven't recently seen it but i've yeah. seen it like a lot especially on twitter and stuff like he's mm-hmm. been mentioning it did they like did they completely scrap the king of the ring tournament like do they no longer do that anymore or is it coming up now because i've i've heard him campaign for, for it for like a long time
0: yeah so it's coming back now with the the crown, I think it's the Queen's crown. They're going to do both tournaments. It's coming soon, I feel like, in the next month or okay. so. Because
1: Corbin was definitely
0: the last king. Yeah, he was the last king, and now he's happy, Corbin. But I think, you know, like, Xavier could definitely use this. Like, this is his time to have his own solo thing and actually, like, win the tournament. But I feel like since he's already, like, been clamoring for it, the fans are going to get behind it. And they're just going to have a heel be him or something. <laughs> like, yeah, us? they're going to give it to somebody else. Because they never really give you what you want unless you're Kofi or Daniel Bryan. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, I don't know. I don't see it happening. But I think it would be huge for somebody like him. But like, I feel like if he stood on Raw, that'd be dope if they were like all together. And then he was like the king of the ring. And I don't know. But maybe they'll have more for him on SmackDown. You know, for what they're doing. And they, the Usos have somebody to face now. But I don't know. But I Not think you overall...
1: They to get these twenty-eight uh, time tag team championships. <laughs> twenty-eight times? I'm just joking. I'm just
0: joking. It's not yeah. that many.
1: But yeah, I feel man. like I feel like since they both went to SmackDown, they're gonna stay in the tag team realm. But like Very you true. said, I think it would have been cool if they would have uh, had him chase the King in the Ring thing, and he can still do that, you
0: know. Yeah, but, but I like overall, you said, they're pro- yeah.
1: he's probably gonna make it to the semifinals and then lose to Baron Corbin.
0: Oh, <sighs> it's not Corbin again. Please let him win it. Yeah, we need somebody, somebody else, new. somebody
1: new could use that that title
0: like ricochet or you know i mean like kevin owens somebody different could use that one for sure maybe a new wrestler give it to austin king theory king. yeah i can see that. Austin theory you know i mean i don't know or king Nakamura. nah okay. <laughs> <King>? nakamara <laughs> <laughs> i love when rick boost does that but no, overall i think it was a solid draft there's just a couple people i was mad about but i think it'll shake things up for sure yeah yeah well, that was another episode of the Awful Wrestling Podcast. Please remember,
1: if you did not like it, you can't complain because we told you it was Awful from the jump. It's Awful Wrestling Podcast.
0: Peace. Peace. going to be about 35 feet. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe on the podcast app of your choice. Also, follow us on Instagram at Off Wrestling Podcast and on Twitter at Off Wrestling One.